Time for Christian Carguy Theater with today's episode, The Plymouth Progress, Part 10. The Plymouth Progress is purposefully and completely based on John Bunyan's classic, The Pilgrim's Progress. Today's episode 10 is at ChristianCarguy.com, both as a podcast with episodes 1 through 9, so you can easily catch up with the series but also you can find and follow along in the original book for today's episode, and more importantly, the scripture references that go along with today's episode. And those help greatly in the interpretation of the Plymouth Progress, all at ChristianCarGuy.com. Jimmy, our hero from River Rock, now saw in his dream that Infinity the Interpreter took Plymouth Valiant by the bumper and led him into a pleasant place, where was builded a stately palace, beautiful to behold, in the sight of which Christian was greatly delighted. He saw also, upon the top thereof, certainly persons walking. Then said Plymouth Valiant, May we go in thither? Then Infinity Interpreter took Valiant and led him up towards the door of the palace. And behold, at the door stood a great company of sedans, as desirous to go in, but durst not. There also sat a sedan at a little distance from the door at a table side with a book and his inkhorn before him to take the name of him that should enter therein. He also saw that in the doorway stood many sedans in armor to keep the door, being resolved to do the men that would enter what hurt and mischief they could. Now was Valiant somewhat in amaze. At last, when every man started back for fear of the armed sedans, Valiant saw a sedan of very stout countenance named Harold Hummer. He came up to the sedan that was sitting there at the table saying, Set down my name, sir. When the sedan at the table had put down Harold's name, he saw Harold the Hummer draw his sword and put a helmet upon his head and rushed toward the door upon the armed sedans, who laid upon him with deadly force. But Harold, not at all discouraged, fell to cutting and hacking most fiercely. So, after he had received and given many wounds to those that attempted to keep him out, he cut his way through them all and pressed forward into the palace, at which there was a pleasant voice heard from those that were within, even of those that drove upon the top of the palace, saying, Ha-ha! Come in, come in! Eternal glory, thou shalt win! Oh, welcome, welcome! Cross this threshold, you shall see. You'll receive tenfold. All for free. So Harold the Hummer went in and was clothed with such garments as they. Then Valiant smiled and said, I think verily I know the meaning of this, as is written in my book Matthew eleven twelve, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Let me go hence. Nay. Stay till I have shown thee a little more, and after that thou shalt go on thy way. So Infinity took him by the bumper again and led him into a very dark room, where there sat a sedan in an iron cage. Now the sedan to look on seemed very sad. She sat with her headlamps looking down to the ground, her tie-rod ends folded together, and she sighed as if she would break her heart. Then said Valiant, What means this? Needs be you have a word with this sedan. Her name is Roadrunner, of your family background, a Plymouth. What art thou? 
Oh, I was once a fair and flourishing professor, both in mine own headlamps and also in the headlamps of others. I once was, as I thought, fair for the celestial city, and had then even joy of the thoughts that I should get thither. Well, but what art thou now? I am now a sedan of despair, and am shut up in it as in this iron cage. I cannot get out. Oh, no, I cannot. But how camest thou in this condition? Oh, I left off to watch and be sober. Oh, yes, I I, I laid the reins upon the neck of my lusts. I, I, but I sinned, you see, I... I I sinned against the light and the goodness of God. I have grieved the spirit, and he is gone. I, I tempted the devil, and he is come to me. I mean, I have provoked God to anger, and he has left me. I have so hardened my heart that I cannot repent. Then said Valiant to Infinity, But is there no hope for such a sedan as this? Ask her. Pray, sir, do you think there is no hope for her? Wouldst thou ask her? Is there no hope but you must be kept in the iron cage of despair? No, no, none at all. Why, the son of the blessed is very forgiving. I have crucified him to myself afresh. You see, I have despised his person. I have despised his righteousness. I have counted his blood. An unholy thing I've done despite to the spirit of grace. Therefore, I have shut myself out of all the promises, and, and there now remains to me nothing but threatenings, dreadful threatenings, fearful threatenings of certain judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour me as an adversary, an adversary. For what did you bring yourself into this condition? Oh, for the lusts, pleasures, and profits of this world, in the enjoyment of which I did then promise myself much delight. But now, now every one of those things also bite me and gnaw me like a burning worm. But canst thou not now repent and turn? God hath denied me repentance. His word gives me no encouragement to believe. Yea, himself hath shut me up in this iron cage, nor can all the sedans in the world let me out. Oh, eternity, eternity, how shall I grapple with the misery that I must meet with in eternity? <laughs> Let this roadrunner's misery be remembered by thee, and be an everlasting caution to thee. Well, this is fearful. God help me to watch and be sober, and to pray that I may shun the cause of this roadrunner's misery. Sir, is it not time for me to go on my way now? Tarry till I shall show thee one more thing, and then thou shalt go on thy way. Tune in soon for the next exciting episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. 
Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh-huh, Randy. That Hummer reminded me I was going to buy an invisible sword. But I really didn't see the point. <laughs> yeah, Danny. I don't, I don't see the point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, Danny, I think he had the Sword of the Spirit. Because that's part of the full armor of God that, you know, in Ephesians, it talks about we need the full armor every day. And we need a sword because our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual strongholds in the heavenly realms. Oh, I, I think it's better than a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, you know, Danny, to, to kind of get serious here for uh, just a second, because I think this episode is, is like one of the hardest ones yet, because I, I sure got a giant lump in my throat as I listened to the desperate plight of Roadrunner and the eternal despair she is facing. But I also, I also got a big lump in my own heart realizing sometimes I'm as guilty as she is. In Hebrews 6, 6, it, it talks about those who had tasted the goodness of the Lord, yet, yet still went their own way. Uh, how many times have, have I, after knowing all the riches of God's blessing and provision, then I chose my own way. You know, Danny, that's called quenching the spirit. <laughs> it's, it's a funny term, but it's, it's like taking a giant fire extinguisher and putting out the fire of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. Hebrews 6.11 says, God, he wants us to show the same diligence to the very end in order to make our hope sure. I'll just let you think about that for a while, mister. <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. Uh-huh. See you later, Radiator.